0: Talk gone red, made a name myself. I can't lie, I'm doing well for my age. My dogs at the prayin'. I'm a downfall. Well, they just choose choosing the casket, now they souls in the grave.
1: I'm a star. Right. I want people to understand that there's so much to life. Whether you're the CEO or the janitor. Given everything you do at 150%, percent will change your mindset and your perception of what you're doing. Oh, you wanna know me? Well, I'm the man Thought you knew. Now you know. Welcome to the Now or Never podcast. All <laughs> things entrepreneurship. People who just take life and kick it square in the ass. People who make their passion their paycheck. Uh, with my beautiful wife, Brittany Rexius, co-host. Hey. hey. Um, that's that's the that's the calling card with, with Chad Cunningham, Studio 402. Just so everybody's listening on the radio, Homeboys yeah. got the logo shirt. <laughs>
0: And you the logoed pants, pants and I'm not oh. at that baller
1: status yet. I know I
0: and need so, a pair of Studio 4-2 <laughs> pants, Chad. I,
1: or you, you get Rexius me. ones. <laughs> Let's make
0: some. I made myself a Rexius t-shirt with a local vendor.
1: Now everybody's going to Shop stare, Nelly. Yeah, now you're. Everybody's going to stare at your boobs. Anyway, so here we are. Um, I think this is awesome because we first started this podcast just over a year ago. And Chad was one of my first couple of guests actually we were like episode three or four or five, somewhere so, in there. something like that. And yeah. he didn't know he was going to be a guest yeah. on that episode. I told him like five minutes before we did it and he's like, oh shit. And, and so we, he didn't have him, but I was working for him at the time. So he had two of his cameras, both of them like would time out every 20 minutes. <laughs> so Chad would run from one side of the table, turn the camera on, turn the camera off again or whatever, come back. I was beep shit. Hang on. We're going to go over <laughs> here. And, and so now here we are, um, a year yeah. later, yeah, uh, Killing um, it. about a million minutes. Minutes watched on our YouTube alone, uh, thanks to Chad doing a lot of production, a lot of a lot of stuff. It, it, I
2: mean, it's no, it's you know, it's the it's the guy behind the mic, and and ever ever since we brought Brittany in full time to, to be the
1: co-host, that helps. A it lot. pretty you know, much I get a splash. You it, know.
2: It, it it pretty much fixed it all, and I think I don't know if that was my idea. Maybe I put that idea in your head every single episode. Yes, <laughs> like, where's Brittany at? She available yeah, today? I, I, think I, I, think I kind like, of feel like you you
1: know like you like her better. No, but it's been it's been a fun. Everybody? It's been I, a fun I, year, I, man. It's I, crazy I, how much it's grown. Well, it's I think weird. You know, the thing is is how much you've grown in the last yeah. year. So we, you know, when we first started this thing, Chad had just gone on his own, mm-hmm. left his uh, left, left the previous company, whatever, decided to do his own thing and mm-hmm. started with the podcast mm-hmm. and the production. And I mean, half our client, half our half our guests on our show hired Chad <laughs> to do their <laughs> to do their uh, their videos. And it's been good. And I think it's great to not only show the beginning, but here we are a year later. And you have grown by leaps and bounds and i think for our guests our listeners to 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 actually see as the process yeah. goes in i think yeah. it's an awesome thing to see like we are dealing with covid we're all dealing with some bullshit and adapting. Yeah. And you, I, I love what you, you've taken as an opportunity that people can tell their story through video when they can't meet in person. And it's just made you go even
2: bigger. Yeah. I think it, it there's been a silver lining for sure. Um, you know, there's, I know that there's a lot of people that just, they have a ton of questions like what's going to happen with the economy, what's going to happen with my business, what's going to happen with my family, school, all the things that are happening in the world. Uh, and they want to get their stories out there and whether it's a, whether they have small business, which that's what I love to work with the, most is people that are kind of self-made, like yeah. you, like mm-hmm. you guys are self-made, uh, you know, you've lost it all and you're more you than know, once, <laughs> you know, and, and, and now you're living, like th- this is the American dream. It really oh, yeah. is. Oh, absolutely. And COVID not going to stop us. No. Um, I, I, you know, listen, I, I, I take it seriously. I know that there are people out there that are suffering through some of this stuff and it's, it's hard. Um, but uh, if you let it win, it will, Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can't, you have to, we have to battle through it. We will, we've been through worse. We've been through stuff like this and we can, we can get through it, but I love working with people that are passionate about right. what they do and they're not gonna, nothing's gonna stop them. And well, you guys are a testament well, to that. Well, what was it? So and it's we, been great.
1: We were doing the podcast, we, we flew to Pittsburgh, had an awesome episode with Seth Ferosi Yes, I pronounced his last name <laughs> right for all you YouTube haters. Um, and Chad had been out there and then we, and all of a sudden like, you know, we had to adapt overnight and Chad's like, okay, I'm working with Zoom and I'm working with, you know, this other thing yeah. and yeah. then we're gonna try to, and it was just all of us like, okay, over a week, right? we're ready to go online. Oh shit, we need to upgrade our internet because we can't handle the width. And just yeah. and we just adapted. And but it also made me very appreciative for when we get to have people in person. Yeah. I had taken it for granted right how much I like to play off other people's energy. And you can't do that the same through Zoom. It's still good. We have some great guests. We have oh, John awesome Meadows guest. in. We have Stephen Amanda we we're on. Go back, watch the episode, Now we're Never Podcast. <laughs> Shameless plug. And um, but you know, we we were able to adapt, it made me truly appreciative for the times that we can do shit like this.
2: Yeah, no, I think technology has allowed us to be able to reach reach further, and especially with this, we've we've really had to lean on that to be able to get through certain things, but there's nothing like being in a room with oh, somebody. absolutely. Having a conversation, yeah. eye contact, that moment, you know, those different things, the laughter, it just, it sounds better. Not to mention the fact that, you know, uh, when we work with the audio, you know, and the video from the Zoom, it's just like not as good, it's not as, you know, it doesn't come across, I mean, you know yeah. it it just sounds tinny and, you know, and, and, and computer. Oh yeah. It's just- I mean, how
1: many, how many times you like Chad would be like, you know, I was just, the audio, she's not quite there. I'm like, yeah. And I get back and Brittany goes, you notice? I'm like, not really. <laughs> but that's Chad's, that's, you know, he's a real perfectionist at what you do.
2: Yeah, it's, but it is a necessary, you know, mm-hmm. tool, you know, for, for, for now. And I'm, I'm happy that we have it because we can, uh, reach out and, and connect when we're not able to be in the same room. But yeah, there's, there's nothing like being able to sit across some people but, and like, you know, uh, have it out and, 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 really understand like what they're going through because you can like uh, hear oh, their okay. voice you, yeah. you can feel their like, energy. The yeah. laughter is just so much more real. And then the timing too, the oh, yeah. delay. Oh yeah. God. I mean, there's it's, nothing worse than zoom delay. I mean, and then I mean all of <laughs> a sudden you, you
1: said a joke. I'm like, is that shit, shit not funny? Yeah. No, they got it. Okay. It's <laughs> good. But, and I, but I also think and that, the, you know, I'm a glasses half full. That's just me. I'm, right. I'm an internal right. optimist. Always will be. And, and I'm like, okay, well there are things that made us more appreciative of things. And, and right now, okay, yeah, this sucks for everybody universally, but it's in today's time with technology and yep. I may not like my kids not being able to do school full time, but now they have an ability to, with the internet and the technology, to be able to zoom. Which, let's be honest, ten years ago wouldn't have been possible. You know? So there's that, you know. And we wouldn't have been able to have a podcast, which has just been done. Like we wouldn't have had the ability to really do this. I mean, back then, like Skype was like one of those things. Like I <laughs> go, oh, that's some new age shit. I don't know nothing about. You know, we people that had the bandwidth. You know, back then it was still. But what, I'm not. It was choppy at best, and you didn't have the download speeds. So, we, so the thing is, like, it's happening now. It sucks. Sucks universally. But technology has allowed us to be able to adapt to it a certain way. And and the way that we've talked about this, like able to tell stories through video. Mm-hmm. Now it's never been more important than, than ever, I think, especially for people in small business. And you're able to bring that to life for people in ways they could never do on their own.
2: You know, I think um, that it's always been a, a growing thing ever since social media has become so powerful. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, um, you know, TikTok now, uh, Vine, you know, oh, yeah. the old... I miss yeah. Vines. Yeah, Vine, you know, kind of, that was kind of cool. It was yeah. like low grade quality when the camera phones used first came yeah. out now they're oh, shooting yeah. 4k 60 frames yeah. and you can do you can do all this crazy editing on your phone oh, I know. Yeah. all the sparkles and the you fixture you know the the
1: the blemishes and all that Yeah, oh, yeah, right. oh, yeah, it's yeah like yeah. it's
2: got all this crazy stuff that they've added into these things it's just like people have to have but um people have always wanted to tell st- constantly get their stories out mm-hmm. for a long time. And social media has, has heightened that now with COVID it's made it, even people are more no. hyper aware of all this stuff. And that also breeds, you know, false information and oh, sure mis- and different things like that. But I, I, I was going to make a point that think about what's happening with college and school right now, Yeah, yeah. you know, these uh, crazy uh tuitions that people are paying. Well, are you still going to pay the same tuition because you're going online now? Oh, no, and that's, that's a huge thing right yeah, now. Oh, and yeah. I know you've talked about this oh, in the past I about hate how expensive e- it is. It's, here's a, it's a racket. We talked about and it. How we, much we debt know. I don't want people in debt. Yeah. But it's one of these things where people had this idea of, you know, 25, 30, 40 years ago, maybe not that long ago, maybe more like just 20 years ago, where your kids have to go to college, you got to go to college, yeah. if you don't yeah. go to college, you won't get a good job and you won't be able to, you know, fit in with the rest of society, you you won't be well rounded and all this stuff. That's, that's Bullshit. Yeah. And, what it, is, uh, and it, it, it was to begin with.
1: And a lot of people justified their kids going and paying that first. Like, we went down to, it was K-State, Manhattan Christian. It was a combination school with Lexi when she was thinking about going into wedding planning was the thing. And so we went down, we did the dance. It was having to be around a youth conference that we chaperoned. So we went down there and we started doing the math. And, of course, an 18-year-old girl, she doesn't, $40,000 for one year. Yeah. And so I'm like, I go, she goes, well, blah, 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 we started doing the math. Well, here's how much your payments will be just for that year. She goes, what are you paying for? I go, I'm giving you a car to go down there with and I'll help <laughs> you out with food. But if you like, it, it was like, all of a sudden I go, so if you're only going to make 35, 40,000 years a wedding planner and you're racking up 40 grand a year, this is how many generations is going to take you to pay it <laughs> off. Yeah. But the thing was, I think a lot of parents and I, we'd heard this from other parents at the time. We want them to have that experience. That was the whole thing. We want them to have that, that. That I'm 18. I'm in college. I'm on my own. I'm taking gen eds. Also, a.k.a. waste of time and money. Um, and all this shit. And and that's gone now. And a lot of parents justify that. Well, I had that experience. Well, so did we. But it was a. I mean, I did it was. A, but it was a lot cheaper then. It was a lot cheaper 99 than it is in 2020.
2: Well, our our parents, uh, you know, they saw their parents have to sacrifice with World War II and everything they saw them have to sacrifice maybe not get educated you know uh, my grandmother she was a teacher so she had good education but there were a lot of like her sisters and stuff like that other people in their family they didn't have the ability to have these nice universities and institutions to go to school and so I think our parents kind of looked at we want our kids go to college, make something yourself because I didn't always have the opportunities to sure. do this and our grandpa and my parents sacrificed. But we kind of got tricked into this idea that it was like if everybody's going to go to college then they can charge whatever they want. It's sort of like yeah. the pharmaceutical companies. Well, what they is? can charge, they, they charge whatever because whatever. they have they have it, do you want it? Come get it. Right. And, and, well, and I think
0: times have also changed from our generation to our kids' generation. When we were growing up and getting ready for that college years, there wasn't a lot of... I mean, there was a lot of self-employed people, but now there's like a whole movement of being right. an entrepreneur. Well, it's like, so entrepreneur, entrepreneur,
1: back when we were in high school was... It wasn't a dirty word. It was uh, I'm an entrepreneur. That's aka you won't work for someone else. Right. You already got fired, and you're not sure what you're going to do. And that's what it meant. Right. And now it's now it's become trendy. And, and because there are some overnight sensations, they're still the exception to the rule. There's still yeah. a lot of grinding. But people are like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. We're like, what the fuck does that exactly mean? But I I think like we've said this before. Like we've had guys in our gym. Like one's a diesel mechanic, and this dude's pulling coin. Oh, I got yeah. electricians that make. Well, more than a lot of right. CEOs I, that I know. And some fact is, we all got to have electricity in our house. It's not, I think it's just changed. I think more and more parents are like, they're looking at the people who are successful. I think entrepreneurism as being your own boss has got its own definition now. And I believe that things like that you do The ability with, like you said, with social media, this access to people, you can be a more, you have an easier path through entrepreneurship than you did before. It still Mm -hmm. takes a lot of work. Oh yeah. It just, it's, it's the time. And I know that was
2: a weird segue going from like, you know, content and getting your story out. But I, 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 there's a lot of stories out right now talking about how college is going to completely, the landscape has changed. Mm -hmm. It already kind of what, there were a lot of schools on college. You could, I'm sorry, online. You could go to college online, get your degree, all that stuff. You can get your high school diploma online. You could pretty much do anything online before but now it's it's almost like why the heck would we ever go back to those now being in person it's a different but why are we going to pay that tuition cuz right. if if parents now are looking at tuition and i'm going to pay the same price Online that I was in person, you know, that's gonna change. Oh yeah. oh, yeah And these universities are gonna have to bring their tuitions down to get kids back on campus And, and honestly, and the, they're gonna try and figure out a uh, way to be able uh, to incorporate uh, both the online and and uh, hybrid the two So that they can bring uh, those and, prices. The te- and the yeah. technology
1: makes us all possible that didn't exist even 10 15 years ago and and the thing is too is that people our age and maybe the generation older than us are still paying a lot of those debts. Right. And well, you know, I've talked about this yes. before. Yeah. are still paying a lot of those debts. I still owe money to Wayne State College yeah. for one fucking year because I was on scholarship the other four. Now, granted, I was 22 and had no business borrowing that kind of money. And <laughs> I did buy a PlayStation 2 with part of it and, <laughs> and a lot of beer. But, you know, so I had a really good time. But, but you know, yeah. I think a lot of us are still making those payments and every year we make those payments and realize that that just goes oh. down so slow. Where when our kids are getting that age now, which they are, yeah. we're like, let's sit back and think about this. I don't want you, we all, we all want our kids to do better than we did. And I don't want them saddled with this debt that follows them around every time they have to buy a house, yep. try to get a business mm-hmm. loan. Mm-hmm. It's constant. Every month on the 10th, I have to make that damn net payment and I'm pissed. I'm never happy about it. And I'm, every time I bitch, I'm calling them. I never do. But I'm, and, and, it's, and it's, it's just one of those things like, I don't want my kids, unless they really know what they want to do. But it's also very hard to say an 18 year old kid, what do, to, you know what you do you know, do. know what you want to do? Do you know what you want to do? Yeah. My mom, and I'll give this to my mother, and she was very good with this. She did not want us to go to college right away. She wanted us to go work for a year. I had an athletic scholarship, so I had no choice. My brother went to the military. Yep. Uh, but Scott, Scott if finally their last one, my mom will say they finally got it right. That's <laughs> what my mom says. And so he traveled for two years, young American, yep. singing and dancing and yep. doing all that stuff, yep. and got that experience. So when he came back... It was, he was ready, ready for it. Yeah. He had yep. had some experiences. Well, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. No, not that at all. And I think she wanted, she wanted us to go work on a, my mom's idea was she wanted me and Lee to go work on a cruise ship for a year, see the world, beg for tips. We had a whole number of appreciation yeah. for customer service and what we did or didn't want to do. Um, you
0: take it more seriously. I mean, I didn't go to college right out of high school because I had Lexi, but I mean, I put myself through college when I was in my 20s and. I can guarantee you, I got way better grades in my 20s than I, if I would have gone it when I was 18, I would have partied my way right out and of college. And you made use and, of your
1: time because you had a baby to take care of at the
0: right. time. Right. And so when I was in my 20s and I went, I was on the dean's list, I got straight A's, I was killing it. So
2: it, it's really, it really is amazing um, how when you, so me, I kind of put myself in a certain position when I left my old company, I thought that I was going to grow with them. And instead I, I, I was more of just sort of like a, like a, like a barnacle. I was just kind of like hung on the side and just like hanging on for dear life, <laughs> trying to, trying to survive off this thing. And I was like, I'm better than this. Yeah. So I, I I made a choice to it's sink or swim at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've got a college degree and yeah, I could go out there and try and use it and all this stuff. But it was one of those things where it was like, I finally found something that I'm, that you're passionate pretty about. Pretty good at. And then I found out that I actually really love it, you know? And so yeah. passion, your paycheck, the whole thing, yeah. it was great. And, you know, I didn't know what it was going to be like when I came and I first pitched to you guys about the, the, uh, the, the podcast and whatnot. Oh, let's just do it. Well, when you wrote me that check that day, it was like, dude, I could do this. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, literally, like... Uh, wow. So, you know, my partner at the time was like, okay, you know, let's do this. Oh, that's great. Okay. So now what are we doing? Well, let's invest it. Well, what do we do? Well, let's get some equipment. So we got some equipment, whatever. The, the next thing I know, it's a year later, here we are now. And it's like, I've got equipment. I I, I have a, a, a another partner that I'm working with. And this thing is growing. It's not, it, it, it's not like um, I'm you know, ready to retire. I mean, I'm nowhere near that. But it's, I finally have realized, like I can actually do this. Because yeah. for yeah. so long, I kind of doubted myself. I wish I had had this same sort of like um, outlook on things yeah. 20 years ago. Just well, imagine yeah. oh, exactly. what it would have been like well, when, that, when I, I first
1: started college. And that's the same thing. We said, I wish I would have done it sooner. And, and had and understood it, but that, that's the whole yeah. reason the podcast for right. us is like, okay, right. explain all the shit we didn't do. Like we have guys working in this office with Chad. They're like, they'll come in and let's wait in the last episode. They're like, so how do you start a company? I'm like, Oh, boom, 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 yeah. boom. Let's do an episode. Cool. But, you know, I, Blake, I think, you're, and, always yeah. welcome, buddy. you're always welcome. You're always welcome. And, and, uh, and that's, but that's the point too, is that, you know, the, um, like for us, like when it comes down to investing into doing this stuff, yeah. and I had to be like, "Oh, it's just you got so much money to do this podcast." I go, "No, no." Understand, I see a bigger vision. So this is prior to COVID. So I'm always, I, I've been lucky in my life that I've made decisions. I'm usually ahead of the curve, and I've been building my Instagram for ten years already. So I already had a following. And and my thing is this: because anybody else who's in business right now who listens to this podcast, we have a lot of experienced people who listen to this who mm-hmm. who haven't gone to this realm yet, who are now seeing it because I talk to them and they're seeing what we're doing. I right, so I do the podcast a because I love it. And B, I wanted to be who I needed at that time. So it's my way of paying it forward, feeds my soul a bit. But three, it's because a lot of you guys like full on our social medias, and I'm like, let's put that on a bigger scale. Let's let's get some production behind it. Let's put it behind a mic, and, and you guys are buying into what we do, which feeds all three companies that we own: VHI, Iron Heaven, and Rexius. That's an investment. It's no different than if I went on KTV and I'm not bashing KTV, KMTV or any of them, ABC news. I've advertised with all of them because I'm, I'm old school. I went back in the radio days and print. I can guarantee what we spend for some kick-ass production. It's a lot of work and it's money, but I've spent that much or not more on TV ads or radio ads that I don't get to have that. I have no way to put out without paying them to put it out. Right now. I, I own this. I have it. It's on YouTube. It's on Instagram it's it's on all these things that are now my content becomes an online library of everything I've done. Did anybody know where the radio ads I did back in 2010 are? Nope. Anybody have an idea where these the the 30 second only 30 second story I tried to cram in between <laughs> you know, the commercial 20 minutes after a hustler game that cost me a thousand dollars that I would pray and hope somebody might see. And then it's gone. It's fleeting. It's in the air. Yep. So a lot of you guys are out there wondering like this investment. It's you just need to change your mindset that this is now online. It's there all the time. It can be on your website. It can mm-hmm. be on your social media. It can be on your YouTube for yep. everyone to constantly keep marketing. So if Chad creates a video or a podcast for us. It is now there for eternity where right. the TV and radio ads I ran in 2010, they're gone. Yeah. I paid for them and they're fleeting and there's no guarantee that somebody's going to be listening in their car at that moment. I have to pay for that 30 second ad where if it's on my YouTube, right. whenever the hell they want to get to it it's there. So I think it's an investment and people need to understand that. And I think now people are really seeing the mm-hmm. value of what you do because it's a permanent record of the process. Yeah,
2: and and, and I think uh, you know to add on that and sort of like a uh, full circle what I was trying to say about like education is we are constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and I know we as americans have always been very uh blessed you know uh to not have to Change as much as other parts of the world, um, and we've been pretty lucky to be able to have this. This, uh, and, and, and I'm 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 proud that we have that because we've worked hard. But now we're kind of in this place where we're in a little bit of a crossroads. We yeah. kind of have to decide, make some decisions, and make some changes. And sometimes that, whether it's business, whether it's um our, our outlooks on 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 health, yeah. that's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. And that's Years. another thing with this whole COVID thing. Uh, the silver linings, but um. The way people educate themselves, yeah. Yeah. the way people uh, eat, the way people love, the way people do—those th- changes are so huge. And I think that uh, the, the the content, the medium, that's so um, it, it it's so available that I think sometimes it can get so daunting. But that's why there's like professionals like me and, yeah. and, and Laurel and and some of the other people that I work with that we are constantly we're there for you, ready to you know yeah. help you get your message out as clearly as you want to get it without. You know, there's no, like like Tim was saying, it doesn't just go away. You right. get to keep evolving that it's it's message. It's a
1: better investment.
2: And I think that's what's happening, exactly. And I think that's what's happening with the education. People are starting to realize like, man I don't have to necessarily you know take out you know a lifelong loan you know yeah. to go and what? get a four-year degree anymore now it's so funny film schools literally can go to YouTube and learn well it's, it's
1: like, so like let's say if you're in college and you want to take 12 credit mm-hmm. hours it's usually during the day. So you can't work, or you have this shitty ass part-time job. Now you can work those at night at your leisure, yep. still make money, so you don't have to take out nearly as many loans to support yeah. your lifestyle. Yep. There is always a silver lining, yeah. and you're gonna find negativity if you're looking for it, and you're gonna find positivity if you look for it. And and that's and that's what's allowed us to change the video and all these things. You're like, you did a project. I don't know if they released it, the Hair Studio thing. Yeah. Uh, but oh, the thing yeah. is, it was a tutorial, Chad. Yeah. You brought this whole project where they're teaching people how to do they couldn't have an in-person live yeah. event, so they're teaching them how to do it through video. And now they have this record of this, which is fantastic. And the crazy
2: thing about that is they almost would, you know, cause they can sell these classes now to be able to reach more people than they normally would. So even if COVID hadn't happened, they would have done a live, um, in-person class, yeah. right. One uh, time. with Like, yeah, one time yeah. or, you know, for a couple of days or whatever, Sure, but with like five, 600 people seeing it. Now they've got thousands yeah. and, and, and they've got to follow. And that has been proven to be pretty beneficial. Oh, and, and, and hopefully, you know, we're able to do some more work with them in the, in the future. And I just feel like there are, there are advantages. And then obviously, you know, we're talking about, we started this thing off talking about how it's so yeah. great to be in the room with people yeah. and it really is, but the landscape of things we have to get used to or embrace certain changes and yeah. there's going to be silver lining. So I think through this whole, um, through through COVID and through learning about all these things, I think that there's going to be things that we're going to um, uh, b- that we're, we're going to adopt yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. full time. Oh yeah, you know, and and school's going to really. I keep bringing up school because I think that's a huge thing where people, cause uh, it's been a
1: standard of our living exactly. daily lives. Exactly.
2: And it's been this American thing. Like we've, we've always really pr- uh, prided ourselves on, you know, having good education and yeah. good institutions and, you know, knowledge is power and that whole thing. Now we're starting to rethink what that looks like. And you being parents, oh, yeah. you know, as parents, we have to bring people along with, because our, ideology and our thinking was just so much like, go to students, learn it was, from it was based in at, person. It was based right.
1: at our time in life and what exactly. it was. And it it's, it's, it's makes me look back to when you were high school how appreciative I was for the experiences we had right. and how they're not. Some of those aren't having those now. Yeah. And it's like, hey, that's, and I, I, I have empathy, mm. massive empathy at the same point. Like, you know, our kids, Like, listen, like, we're teaching them, like, hey, you're going to have a job someday, and I'm not going to be there to wake your ass up. Yeah. So the thing is, like, you school. So our oldest son slept through his first two classes his very first day of high school. I'm like, that's a you problem, bro. I told you don't sign up for French. (laughs) <laughs> and I told you, don't start out behind because you'll never catch up. So yeah. he's, he was up this morning. We're going to go make some coffee. Good. But that's the thing is that they're going to prepare them for a job. I think it's preparing them for what the real world's going to be yeah. like yeah. a little bit sooner. Yeah. And, and and the thing is, our kids are growing up with this technology. They're actually more comfortable with it than we, we are. So I don't want to put my inhibitions onto my children just because I'm not as comfortable with right. it either. Guys,
2: some of the so. biggest stars right now that they look up to are YouTubers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're. I mean, these, this Jake Paul or whatever. I mean, uh-huh. I barely. Yeah, I know, right? I, right. Right? I, feel, <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. I feel yeah. the same way. But, oh, yeah. but these kids. Whether or not they're necessarily, and some of the kids aren't looking up to them, but it's that entertainment value. Yeah. It's that sort of like, they latch onto things like that because they sort of see themselves in that sort of- yeah. It looks like fun. It, right, it and looks like it looks fun, like and something, and they're, and they're getting paid. And they're and like, it's, yeah. and it's our son when he was 11, and he had to be
1: a certain age to have a YouTube channel, so he may have, his birthday may have been changed. I'm like, go ahead and do it. And people are like, why? I'm like, those people are making millions, yeah. start now. This is what you want to do, go.
2: In the 90s when, um, when uh, uh, Bill Gates coined the phrase, phrase content is king, people didn't really understand what he right. was talking about. I think everybody was just like, at the time in the nineties, it was like, you had to have these big, awesome computers, right? Mm-hmm. They had to yeah. be fast, you had to have internet, you dial up and all this the 56 K modems and all this weird oh, stuff, and, you know, like <laughs> some of these people to go, listening to, go, to this <laughs> you you won't know. You
1: used to go to Blockbuster and get that free uh, 1000 minutes from AOL, you know? Yeah. Oh, place.
2: something like that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah, you, you almost had to have AOL. Anyway, I digress. The, the The point is like, he was trying to say that just because you have that, what are you filling it with? Mm-hmm. What yeah. are you doing on it? And the content. And now we are, I mean, our. Our government institutions are are using social media as a way to oh, sure. to to communicate and and the way to uh, you know passing policy through this stuff. Which well, some people eh, it's hey, a little hey, it's a little gnarly. Hey, but hey, hey, <laughs> and I, I explained
1: this to some older folks. I was hang, I was we were in the office actually in the building. They're a little older. Like I don't like that. I go well, guys, it's no different than FDR fireside chats with the radio, which yeah, at that point different. in time was considered yeah. uncouth.
2: Yeah, that to was to the first podcast. It. <laughs> it was the first
1: podcast. It was the first, <laughs> <laughs> first time we'd ever had a. Public, it's it's no different. You you just take the the forum and the mm-hmm. time, and it's just yep. it's always. But I think at the same point in time, like you, you're going to take negative positive from anything. Yeah. Um. And it was funny to me. Else goes well. That's a lot of money to spend on a video if it's twenty five hundred or four thousand bucks. And this was somebody else in the business I was talking to. I go, how much did you spend sending out giant postcards to one third of the city of Omaha? He goes. Well, it's about twelve thousand bucks? I go and they're gone. Ninety percent of us end up in the trash, yep. and no emotion is ever created by looking at a piece of paper yeah. that's a couple pictures on it. I said, but what somebody can create with a video yeah. that attaches to a personality that creates yeah. a loyalty that feels a kinship, which is there forever. I go, what are you spending mm-hmm. your money on? Yeah, and I and I think that you know, like I tell everybody else like hundred times, like I go, video is a bang for the buck. I mean, it really is. It's just people are scared of the unknown. And there, I mean, there was a company in my industry that used to be in town here, um, complete something or other. Um, <laughs> and, and they were spending 60, 70, 80,000 a month on the radio. It, what? And what happened, why well, we quit listening to the radio? But that was their identity. Yeah. And I'm doing, at that time, I was doing a couple of TV ads, and I was the only one on TV. I was shooting these TV commercials myself with, I, it was bad. I agree, it was bad. And I made a little program I bought for $10 online, or I might have pirated it for free, if I'm being perfectly honest. And that was what was airing on TV. And I'm killing it. Because I only had like a budget of like four hundred bucks and I didn't have any money and also like I just blew up. And honestly, the reason why I was successful in 2010 to I first started is because I was the only one on TV because I learned I I'm a visual. I'm a movie guy. That's what I'm attracted to. That's just what I watch. And all of a sudden, it it turned in, these guys just kept putting more and more and more and more money into it. And it kept going down and down and down because people aren't listening to the radio. They're podcasting. They're satellite. they're changing the station. They're they're not listening to the radio anymore. It's just, but they
2: didn't adapt. And now they don't exist. Well, you think about a commercial. Mm -hmm. You almost have to be there watching it live to be able to get it. Now, right. yes, there are, you know, DVR and you can you can uh, rewind it back, but nobody's they're no. fast-forwarding through that stuff. When it comes to your content that you're putting out, you're personalizing it number 1. Number 2, it's on demand. Yeah. You can share it and oh, post it to your, your feed at different times, right. people can share it for because you. Because people
1: aren't watching things live no, anymore. Nobody, nobody can yeah. share a the TV, streaming. Nobody can share a TV commercial. At, at the seven o'clock news to their friend down the street. Right. When DVR first came a thing, and I started, I was just kind of pulling off it. Well, the DVR had been a thing, but it was really becoming a thing for me. And I was like, God, I kind of want to go into social. About 2015, I was like, I just had this feeling that that's where it was. Mm-hmm. I'd read Crush It from Gary V, which was a 2011 yeah. book, but I was like, you know, I just, I wanted to be ahead of the game. Yes. And we were starting to grow. And I was like, I, I just, I just think there's something here. And I didn't really get it. And I really it was getting so much popularity whenever I would share shit on Instagram or Facebook, and I mm-hmm. wouldn't filter. And a damn I don't know how to. Um, very honest with you. So I asked these TV people, I'm like, so what do you do about DVR? Oh, we have a technical answer for that. Okay, what is it? Well, people fast-forward through them, but they're paying twice as much attention because they're waiting for their show to show up. So they're actually... Gaining the knowledge faster, and I looked. I go, oh my god, the dumbest (laughs) thing And they were like looking at each other, like great answer, you know. (laughs) And I'm like, I go, I go, okay, cancel. And I pulled, and I was spending probably five thousand a month, (laughs) yeah, on ABC. and um, that's some epic bullshit. It was, I was like, I go, I'm looking at this. I go, that's pretty impressive. I cannot wait to tell, tell Brittany about this. Cause she's going to shit a brick like a Christmas goose, um, which I'll get to that in a second. Inside
2: story. Inside story.
1: And so I was like, this is bullshit. And that's when I'm like starting. But know, honestly, it's been a learning curve for me as well. Yeah. But I just started like, how much money have I wasted on TV, radio and print that I can never get back. Yeah. And so even though like now it's funny for us to go back to episode one, now we never podcast yeah. from A year ago yeah. None of this shit <laughs> is here I <laughs> know It's hard to watch And it's, we have these mics And we're like yeah. Welcome to now we never podcast <laughs> yeah. Very excited Like you know We're like trying for, Where do we sit Yeah where do we Watch oh, camera go back to Shit's your, going through They're, they're yeah. coming out here Through the window back here And it, yeah. it's just funny So yeah. But alright So, the, Should
0: we go back to Your I, previous we'll, ones When you were recording them No Okay
1: My, <laughs> I, I sound like I was screaming in An iPhone from 30 feet away and Yeah In your scared.
0: radio voice The it whole time I
1: was It was like Welcome to ninety seven j j jams. Hello, late night lovers. Call in. It's for three easy payments at thirty nine ninety five. Anyways, I got my oh only fans God. page. So no, all right, so the story about the Christmas goose. I, I listen. If you're watching this podcast, we're I deep in this thing. Full
0: for this week. All right,
1: have you ever heard the expression "shit like a Christmas goose"? Because <laughs> I find this expression to be fucking weird. One. I've heard, like, you know, goose shit, but Christmas goose? Are, are we putting, is like, is it a special kind of goose at Christmas? Is it yeah. shit I mean. Because
0: you eat a lot of food at Christmas. So and then Chris- you gotta shit, shit like a, a Christmas, Christmas
1: goose. <laughs> she said this to me. I go, fucking what? She goes, you've never heard of that? We walk in. Chad, you heard of it? He goes, no. I text. And I, so we text her mom. She goes, why well, have you never heard? Of like, nobody else has ever heard of the expression shit so like a Christmas have, goose. So if you let us know. Because so, ha- goose, goose at things. Christmas with a nice scarf, they shit twice as much. <laughs> you know, the thing so, is, when she man. said
2: it, I started thinking about it. And I was like, you know what? It is kind of catchy. Maybe shit, yeah, like a goose, may- maybe. Sure. But Christmas goose, like I don't, I don't know. Maybe I, this a special goose that came
1: down after Jesus was born and shit a little extra. Like, I don't get it. Like I, I'm a Christian, so don't hate on me. Fucking hey Christ. But wow, well, I just swear that was bad. But you get what I'm saying. Like you don't, like you, some of the expressions lately. Holy shit, girl. Uh, hey,
0: I, coming out of left field with some of them.
1: You come out of left field a lot.
2: (laughs) Anyway, so...
1: (laughs) That's going to be a snippet. (laughs) Um, So... Now you're grown. You brought Laurel in. We love her. Yeah. Um. And you've got you're, you're working with Blake a little bit. He's coming in the office. Yep, you, yeah. You've and literally taken Nate. over half the corporate office, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah thank you um, for that, by the way, oh, guys. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah we and just and you went from like when we first started, Chad was like, "Hey, I got all these project ideas because you had some time." And now Chad is flying all over yeah. the place oh, He's doing this.
0: day do you work, Chad?
1: Too many. Yeah.
2: Wait, 20? I'm pretty much, yeah. No, so gosh, <laughs> I don't know. So my alarm goes up at 5.55 in the morning and I usually try and get to the office by like seven. Today it was much later. It was 8.30. I was pretty tired, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm unfortunately burning it, uh, the candle at both ends, but I'm working on a project that I'm really passionate about. Uh, my first documentary, uh, full documentary project with, uh, Nick Langer, the sh- the shredded, uh, uh documentary that it's if, awesome. if you haven't had an opportunity, it's a little docu series that we're kind of documenting his 14 week, um, um, transformation from, from, for his North Americans. It's coming up in two weeks, two weeks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks already. So shout out to Nick Langer. Yeah, he's killing it right now, but anyway, that's, that's cool. And once, 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 once that uh, finishes up, I'll have a little bit more free time. But then it's straight go to hopefully the next project. We are trying to uh, get funding for okay. a project. Uh, we don't have the working title right now is. Um, Failure is the only option, and we're trying to highlight some of the systemic issues in education. So yeah. that's kind of why uh, I brought a little bit of the yeah. education because there's so much going on, and I think that's actually where a lot of our issues are going to come from out of out yeah. of out of all this stuff. And I really want to like highlight it's not just like you know systemic problems with like uh, racism or uh, you know uh, you know xenophobia or, or uh, misogyny or anything like that. Like I think that there are systemic issues. There's idea like. Uh, 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 kids that are getting undervalued because they come from families that are, you know, poor, sure. You know, so there are disparities all over, um, um, the education and we're not bringing people in enough. We're not bringing parents we're not incorporating them. We're not getting their voices and opinions enough. I yeah. agree Because percent. And I think a lot of that would be fixed if we just brought families in. Now, 100%. families like you guys are very active with your kids, but there's a lot of families that aren't because they don't feel like their voices are being heard. Which and, oh, we, I mean the oh, school
0: districts, they don't make it easy for right. families like to move. We right, moved, we,
2: we moved our
1: kids. Right because they wouldn't let us be involved yeah and i explained it and i knew the teachers because they shop at our store it's just kind of the policy it was when they got to middle school
2: and that has to, yeah. has to change it has to change it has to change today it should have changed years ago but we have to bring our parents in more because i feel like uh that is where they're doing most of their learning is at right. home anyway i agree in elementary school starts. like
1: it's it's great a chaperone and everything mm-hmm. and also middle school they're gone and and I had this, some of the teachers, they they would love us to be in because one so of the teachers goes, Yeah, they don't listen to me, but they're they're scared of mommy, they're scared of of mommy, but there's yeah. a respect thing and these are the same kids we have at our home that you know, we want to know and we want right. the kids to be involved Well, because with and,
2: things change so much with the, the school districts mm-hmm. and, and with um, whether it's, you know, because they've got to deal with, school districts have to deal with a lot of things, I get that, because they have to deal with, oh, yeah. uh, you know, making sure kids are fed, you know, making sure they're like, they kind of are the watchdog for these yeah, kids. They have true. to they have to police, they have to keep them safe and all stuff, they're dealing with so much stuff and I get that. So let's try and take some of it off their plate by incorporating the parents more. Now, the families that uh, don't have the ability where their parents aren't around because either they can't because they're working single-parent families or because they're just not around, period, that's tough too. So how do you do that? Well, we figure out, we got to figure out better ways to be able to uh, have somebody in the home that is involved with them at school right. and i know that's that's i, I know that that's wishful or thinking somebody what? that's in
0: the in the community it takes right. a village right you say it all the time it takes a village and
2: well that's the thing
1: is we found we have some kids that stay at our house every day for weeks at a time and then, then that's totally fine and, and it's it was these people i met at tim and betty brennan years ago um and i through college and I you know I went to their house and their son was a few years older than me and and they had this kid and he was living with them like how long has he lived in here he goes, about seven years what wow it just he goes yeah he came over to their kid in junior high and uh, this wasn't a great family life so we're like okay maybe we talked to his family and they they said they were they were going through some rough spots so. Uh, he lived with them and ended up falling in, wow. in Tim's footsteps and became a car dealer, which was what Tim did back in back cool. in the day. And it was just one of those things because back then they were involved with yeah. the yeah. schools; yeah. they were see, there. My, Although you knew, like, it, it was makes a, a huge it, difference. And I think we we were lucky enough. We grew in a small enough town that every parent knew every kid, yeah. right? And we all kind of looked out for each other. You knew if there was something going on, people stepped up. People did things. And when
2: parents get involved with their kid's school and their education, mm-hmm. what happens is that kid then has a little bit more. Uh, work ethic, or they they look forward yeah. to they being educated exactly, yeah. and and that is so huge for for younger minds. You know the un, the you know they're not fully their brains aren't fully developed yet, and it's they feel valued exactly. And that's that's actually probably one of and it's a great point because that's exactly what the documentary is really all about is trying to find the value with the, with um, with these young kids and a lot of them you know they come from socioeconomic backgrounds that have always just been one thing poor yeah. straight. But well, poor.
1: And you think about it this way. There's a lot of epidemics that we deal with in schools right now that we're so worried about because our kids have access to each other That's 24 a a good word, a day. epidemic, because it it's is, true. It is an epidemic. Bullying is an epidemic, especially for kids right now, because now this is like you get to go home for the weekend and have a break. They right. have access to you 24 hours right. a day. The other difference is like, so there's a kid named Paulie <laughs> whose ass I wanted to kick horribly bad because he bullied the shit on me growing up. I must be my insurance agent now. <laughs> but and the thing I never did is because his parents were around, so were mine. And because I respected his dad and his mom was a sweetheart, I'm like, I couldn't have looked them in the face if I had yeah, decided yeah. to enact my revenge on that <sighs> kid who bullied the shit on me when I was a fat, chubby little bastard. <laughs> and, and eventually now like we're friends, and he's actually an insurance agent for all of our companies, um, and it is what it is. But because of that presence around kids, like I wouldn't have ever acted. But the thing is, having parents around, I think you can fix a lot of bullying because Kids will get away with what we allow them to get away with because they're young. They right. but a lot of times, bullies are kids who are just really low self esteem who had a bad yeah. home life taking out on somebody else. And they realize there are other parents around, people that care about them that maybe aren't related to them. You can fix a lot of these epidemics that we're dealing with.
2: And I yeah. also think that there is a greater uh, thing, you know, with, um, you know, talking about get, getting kids from different socioeconomic backgrounds to, you know, feel more valued mm-hmm. and uh so instead of them being able to um you know use the w- so instead of them getting educated in school they're educating themselves in the school of hard knocks if you will yeah and instead of them because they feel value they can go out and they can go and do nefarious things yeah. uh, whether it's uh drugs or or, or whatever or else whatever, fighting yeah. or violence or guns or any of that stuff because there, they know that when they do those things, they're going to get something get out of it. But they're not doing that; they're not getting it in school. Because what's happening is in school, they say, "Well, uh, we're not going to spend time on you because you're not spending time on us, and we're going to go and take, uh, pay attention to Tim instead of Jamal." And you, you can go and do it. But that's what's happening is they're like, "Well, fine, then fuck it." <laughs> and was, so we uh, want I, What I want to do with this is I want to. I want to be able to highlight. Well, where did they get that attitude? Well, they didn't. They weren't born that way. They weren't born that way because when they were teeny tiny, when they were little babies, somebody loved them. All somebody behave, loved all them. All behaviors are learned. And what exactly? Yeah. And so, what happened? They learned it from a parent or from yeah. a family member because that family member was undervalued too. How do we figure out a way to get these parents to instead of instead of uh, 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 not paying attention to their kids, be more engaged? Can we, those that let's say parents are, um, let's say there's a, a black family and both parents are working or uh, working too many jobs. Is there a way where we, our school systems, can employ the parents, w- whether whether it's being bus drivers, dropping off meals, foods, paying them to do that? Because then they are actively around, and that can be their second or third or whatever job. Because yeah. if they're already working two and three jobs, yeah. why not employ them in that, and that takes care of a certain – that's just one idea, but I just feel like the more we get them involved, mm-hmm. I think – it can fix a lot of those issues. It doesn't fix uh, the world, a lot of world.
1: Well, a lot of the friends that we've created over the last few years are the parents of the kids our kids hang out with. And we met them through going to school functions. Like I wouldn't have, I'm at the age of my life where like I got my very small circle right. and I'm good. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. That, that's not, But that's actually not. We need to constantly that's adapt to our minds. The thing is we all get set in our ways we with do. our schedules and our routines. Yep. And because our kids are not getting involved with their kids and like, okay, who's this? I want to meet their parents. Right. Where, are you, where are you staying when you're at their house? Yeah. And that changes things. And it does. Right. And it it does change a lot. And also, you know, we look at things differently than we did previously before. And it's, and that, that constantly makes us adapt. And, and the thing is for our kids, like they're getting different experiences and whatnot. And I just think it's, you know, the norm anymore is, is multi-part families. That just is. I feel yeah.
2: I feel like we have like three podcasts in here. We, like we talked do. about a lot of things. We in do. No, I no, know. There's this. a lot of, but, but no, I mean, well, it's mean, just, it. I just feel like there is going to be a silver lining with this. Yes, I, I, I do think that we need to step back a little bit. And I think it was good that we were able to sort of lock down for a little bit. I don't know if that was a right uh, – there were a lot of things that probably should have been done differently. But we, we we'd never well, all really gone through it before. It's yeah. new. What,
1: what was that Mark Cuban said? And it was great. He goes, everything you did is right and everything you did is wrong. Yeah. Nobody – I mean straight up. I don't – whatever – Nobody fucking knows. We've never dealt with right. something quite right. like this. If, they call it, no, happens so, somebody again? Else, so somebody else say, so there he goes, anyway, I don't know why keep calling it novel. Okay. Novel means never seen before. Yeah. So literally look at that word and understand Legit, It's never been seen before. So like, well, we should. Well, yeah, I have a lot of what it could have should have in my freaking life. And, yeah. and hindsight being twenty twenty, right. But, you know, you adapt. And the thing is for us, like when it comes to business, is, you know, like I'm glad that we started this process over a year ago. And we were adapted and ready. Like we'd already been building this for a while, especially with the, the content. And I think it highlights what you do and the importance of what you do. Yeah you know, in a lot of ways for everything from, I mean, what people use for video learning, for schools, for professions, for their marketing, for that. I mean, like you play a very important role. Well,
2: I want to be clear. I want to, and I I want, this is the last thing that I kind of wanted to like, uh, get to was the, the, the Rexius name, you specifically, Tim and Brittany, uh, both, you know, I wouldn't, here if it weren't for you guys. So the, you guys have allowed me to be able to sort of, I mean, you're, you're basically, I mean, you're my biggest client, but you're also like my most consistent, but you like sort of, are, you're my venture capitalist. <laughs> you are. You invested in me and yeah. you know, you've given me a spot, you brought me in and we, I think this might've been like a few months ago. I, I, I don't remember when, but it was so funny because I think uh, Brittany and I were texting back and forth or something like that. And I think something had happened, uh, um I think maybe maybe you had a family member pass. Was it yeah. uh you had something going on, you, you weren't in the mood or whatever. So I was texting Brittany, all this other stuff. And so that's it's all well and good. But I think I said friends first. Yep. Yeah. And w- we, you know, we were back and forth saying that's that's the thing, is I feel like we we did lose touch a little bit in the college years, but I don't look at you as a client anymore. No. You know, I really don't, even though Yes, you pay me to do your podcast and yes, you know, you pay me for other content and things like that, but I feel like we've, we've kind of built that partnership now to where yeah. it's sort of just second nature. If you need something from me, it's uh, I'll drop everything for you guys. And, 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 it's,
1: and it's, I think it's the same thing back when I yeah. have staff like, hey, well, Chad, they go, Chad's busy. I'm not going to stress Chad out with an extra project right now because I know your schedule because you're my friend. Yeah. And I get like, well, he'll do it. I, I know he will. But I also know because <laughs> I heard him talking about how much shit he's got going on. So like, because I think Cody had said something yesterday in another video. I go, nope, chill. I'll talk to Chad relax, I'm not going to put this on him because he'll feel the need to do it. But the biggest thing, the
2: biggest thing I learned from you is passion paycheck. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I found is every single project I go into, I want to make sure that I'm coming at it from, you know, the heart. And so even like with the, with the Spartacus stuff, I'm not exactly the greatest gym goer in the world. You know, there was a day back in the day where I lived in the gym, but like Mm -hmm. now it's sort of, but I've sort of embraced, I, because now I've learned from you guys, it takes a It is a full time situation. It's a mind, body and soul thing. And I'm like. God dang, like now all I really need to do. Okay. I've got the, I got the soul behind it. Now (laughs) I just got to get in the damn gym and do the thing. But it is great that, um, you know, the, some of the best people that I have in my life right now are people that work around your business, mm-hmm. in your business, whether they're bodybuilders, whether they're right. uh, you know just uh, entrepreneurs, and it's changed my outlook on things. Yeah. It's it, it's just amazing. So I just you know thank you number oh, one. Oh, yeah. you. But thank we you. have yeah. we have a long way to go, guys. We do. Uh, oh, we, and the and the we have a long way, way to limit. go. Yes, yeah, sky guys. We've limit. done
1: this in a year. Imagine five years from now. I know, like, and we were. You know, we had my cousins in last week, and how much work they've done over the last five years, and what yeah. they finally hit. And every time I look at it, like, it's a grind, it's a hustle, but I enjoy it. So, does it really work? No, we all got to eat. Yeah, we all want to make money, and there's shit I want. Does it get sure. tiring?
0: Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's but absolutely. at the end of the day, you can walk away or lay down. I don't like, dread Monday. That was that was awesome. I Run, don't, like, I,
1: we don't I don't dread Monday. No. I get to see my friends that I work with. Right. And I I enjoy what I do. If I did, I do something else. And it's really that for us. And it's, it's like the guy we met this last week says, you know, honor and dignity, like you, that's your core. And that feeds that number. Like, so if you have a number that you want to make in life, if you're honor and dignity, line up with that, you're doing it honorably and with dignity. You're fine. And so every choice you make needs to feed to that number. And the feed. Now, that number doesn't even represent a bank account. It can represent what you're able to do with life. Mm -hmm. We would like to buy a building for our church. I have no idea how I'm going to do that. So how do I do things that feel honorable, feed my soul, that still allow me to make money? There's nothing wrong with making money. Nothing wrong with that. No, And the thing is, for me, the way that I look at it is, and there's just two ways of looking at business with friends or family. So. And when you're in business, you got to set this line. Yeah. You, you do, because it, it's, it's, it's hard. I work harder for friends and family. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. I always did. And I know you do too. And there are some people that it's the opposite. I can skate by because they're friends and family. So you just need to identify who you're dealing with. Right. You work harder. We work harder. Yeah. We're willing to invest Absolutely. because and, there's a respect thing. And that just defines who you are as a person. But I mean, uh, like you said, like growing up with family, like, you know, like we've said this possibly before, your mom's the first hustler I knew, <laughs> Yeah, you know? Yeah. And, and it, would, but it was, it, but that, I mean, it's just crazy. Like we're getting parents involved in that because we were talking about that and bringing it back to this, that the whole reason we sit here is your mom borrowed my parents' minivan for you and I to run around random yeah. holiday in ends and not try not to break shit while your mom's selling baseball cards on her side hustle. You, you know, when I did the shit
2: out of me. When I was growing up though, when you you brought that up, um you, When I was growing up, I never like looked at her and said, she loves what she does. I always just saw her when she was tired, you yeah. know, cause after, after work, I always saw her when she was, you know, frustrated with whatever, you know, if she had a bad sales day or whatever it was, I never really saw that. And now I look back and I go, she actually did love what she, she did. Yeah. She yeah. put all her passion, all her love, all her heart into it. And she employed people around her that wanted to do the same thing. Oh, yeah. And it was like, it was, um, I look back now and it's like, that was a pretty valuable lesson. You know, I, I don't always, I don't always reach out and tell her that. She'll watch this and she'll see it. So I, I love you. But that's the thing is like, you know, behind her back, I nothing but like shower her with love, but to her face where I'm pretty hard on her. So just just know that I, I do love you mom. But it's um, seeing what you guys have done with the kids and the family, it's like, I don't know how you do it. And a lot, I know people tell you that all the time, but like, um you guys have been able to still create a really cool brand but something that still has like integrity to it because i think it'd be really easy for you guys to to just slough off and just look for the easy paycheck
1: and and honestly we if if i had done that from the beginning we wouldn't be here right now no and we have we've had many opportunities to make more money in the back. Cut and but, run, But right? I think in cut and run. And we've chosen integrity over that. Because simple fact is, I'm, I'm, I'm very aware of my mortality. I'm very aware of my faith. I yeah. know I'm not taking this shit with me. And I believe in karma. And because yeah. we've started over twice, and I've been broke, and it didn't kill me, and I did survive, and I came out stronger on the other yep. side, it's just changed my mentality. I can tell you, when I was 28, about to face my first financial reversal, and went from making a lot of money, and I was scared to death I mean, not going to lie, contemplated suicide at one point where I'm like cuz this is the standard I had set and I have mm-hmm. been told like go to college, get this, that, and the other thing and I came through it and I was like fuck it. What do I got to lose? And so I started to shop and and cut my pay and and people I've told that story 100 times people understand, like that for me was saying like give it a shot. What do I got to lose? And yeah. because I've already been through it twice it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Simple fact is, is long, it, it, the whole expression is, no matter how rich you are, you can't buy health. Yeah. And there's a lot to be said for that. In yeah. at the end of the day, my kids are, my kids are happy and they're healthy and they're, they've got a roof over their head. And my kids will say it to us, like, you guys work so much. I go, well, oh, I'm doing this because I want to. And so I make the kids part of our, our yeah. seven-year-old. So he goes, I go, well, because I go home? I work on the house. I go, do you understand that I will never just sit here? Yeah. I just tell them, my seven-year-old, I go, you know how you have like ADHD and you're all over the place? He goes, yeah, I go, so do I. So instead of like, you know, beating the shit out of things in my bedroom or pretending like I'm a karate kid like you do, which drives us all nuts, <laughs> I go outside build things. what yeah. he goes, oh, Boom, light bulb, because yeah. that's you know, and I think our kids get to learn you know hard work. And it, it's the simple fact is like I should I take more time off? Yes. I'm learning. It's a process. But you know, it's one of those things that I, I think that you know It goes back to being present. It it, it yeah.
2: you're present. Yeah, I'm present. You guys are present in your kids' well, lives was, and they it, see you. And it was funny because they were awesome.
1: the talking about this number after talking to this 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 VC guy about like, well, how much do you want worth when you're 65? And her and I both got extremely uncomfortable. And he goes, and usually that's not the case. Usually, you're like how am worth like this much? Like I don't value myself based on how much is in my account yeah. or the shit I have. I don't. And he goes, he goes that but that number doesn't need to represent that. It needs to represent right. if that aligns what allows you to do. And I'm right. like. Ultimate goals? I'd love to build a building for my church. I'd love to walk into a hospital, be rich enough someday that I can pay off the top ten most broke ass people who owe money to that hospital and just pay it off and change their yeah, life. Right? That's the kind of shit that I want to do. Right? You know, I mean, simple fact is everything I'm wearing now was bought by somebody else, including my flip flops. Uh-huh. I'm basic as shit, <laughs> so I don't, you know what I mean. But the, it's it's one of those things. Like, yeah, we could have sold out Rexius have been offered Iron Heaven. We we closed off memberships. I that's me giving up money. For integrity, for the people who've been with us the whole time, it's just how we are, yeah. and I, I think. But it's all about your moral. But you can read that through people, yeah. and I think that's why we started doing the video yeah. shit because I'm like, you can get your message out. I can, can and I can't. A more I can't, personal
0: I, yeah. manner. Yeah, we
1: can. It's it's can per. This is us. I like, understand. I think there's been one time. I can say this now. And one time in every episode we've ever shot, we had Chad cut something out and it was literally for legality purposes. And it was way back where we first started. I'm like, Hey, can we cut that 12 seconds out? Cause that's going to get me sued. <laughs> and it literally was a contract. I had just, I just shouldn't open my mouth. But other than that, we don't filter shit. Yeah. There is no, there, any production value is, is what you get. Yeah. It's chat adding in some music, some fade out, <laughs> Laurel doing some stuff so it look good. And that's it. Cause yeah. this is, we don't, we don't time it. We just go until we feel like it's done. And I think what you've done over the last year, is motivating not only for us because I love watching the process of entrepreneurs take that passion yeah. mm-hmm. and turn it full circle it's a learning and, and watching you stress out a year ago <laughs> to watching the, your your stresses have changed to yeah. oh my god okay I, this I, is a whole new ball game yeah. to, I gotta bring people in to help me Yeah, it, it's awesome yeah, it's to great. watch and it really motivates us being like what am I bitching about I'm 10 years into this and I'm like I love watching your passion for yeah. it because it gets me pumped back
2: well, up well yeah I appreciate that and in a lot of it actually I just sort of steal a lot of your ideas <laughs> <laughs> to be honest Honestly, I just well, try and, that's and what do the
0: podcast is for like, that's it, it, exactly. to help people navigate their way. Cause it's a scary road sometimes. I was but. just thinking,
2: I'm not going to lie. I don't know how she does it. She basically, okay. You guys have six kids, but he's a big kid. You you have oh, seven kids true story. It all the time. Oh,
1: I'm, I'm the largest child
2: of all of them. I, I like, it's crazy. You count not for a couple kids, but not just that. Shut up. You, you have <laughs> seven kids. He's one of them. Yeah. True. And, um, and like two full-time jobs or three, maybe. Yeah. Like that amazes me how you do that. And, and, here, and here's There's the thing. a lot of nights. I mean, and I'm I know like, you're busy. Really? I know the, you're and busy. And she but does way <laughs> more than I do.
1: She's way more than me. Well, this, this, I mean, like for us, it was a major sacrifice for us financially to have Brittany come work inside the companies but it's our companies like you know health insurance is not cheap folks Yeah, but also at the same point for our family it's a benefit because now we get to be around everything we take them to school we do those things it was just a sacrifice but it's what we did and decided okay this is more important for our family to be together and two Chad has seen this happen firsthand when she went back to work for a couple months. I'm a goddamn mess. Okay. I, I can't work and I'm
0: getting text messages every five like, I can't find how my fucking keys. She goes, this? Look
1: in the backyard by the pool pump. He probably dropped them there. I'm like, <laughs> You're not even here. Shit. They probably are there. Like, how do you do that? Yeah. You know, it's just like, Kids yeah. are like texting her while she's at work. I can't find my backpack. Look underneath this over by
0: the best. I was yeah. at Target and you were looking for Tyler's phone. And I'm like, Look on top of the dog kennel because i knew he was by there before i left <laughs> That's so great she sure, and sure was, was there. Like, it's, it's there it's That's it's there so before great. we had cameras inside I, of the house and i look house. back i
1: cover the phone i go we're not going to tell her it was there cuz <laughs> i'm not having the sadness at- but that's the thing is for us it was it's it's it, we are truly blessed to be able to work together you every guys day. should have
2: a reality tv show <laughs> welcome to the shit show <laughs> Uh, coming, coming soon.
1: <laughs> coming soon. There may be a pilot episode of Welcome to the Shed Show. So, well, I mean, hats Shh, off to you and everything I appreciate you've done it. and yeah. how much. And a year from well, now, I'm going to do a third episode. And we're going to see where you're at because I think it's so oh, fun people to see this and watch. There are people we literally know. They've messaged me this week. and have been watching every episode since we started. Hopefully they're, I'm 30 pounds lighter. <laughs> well, we can't get rid of the gray hair, but we can lose weight. We're both going to do oh, it. And, and, and they're going to see it again in here in a year. And they're going to see the change. And I think that motivates anybody who's been sitting in the fence God, I really want to do this. God, I really want to do this. And they're just waiting. Yep. You're now seeing a year, late, yep. year later story of what he's gone through yeah. amidst a pandemic, amidst all this shit. Yeah. And here he is on the other side stronger yeah. than he was when he was what a year ago. So lose. what yeah. do you have to lose? So tell them how to find Not, you whenever.
2: Right. Uh, you can find me at uh, the studio 402 yeah. underscore Omaha on Instagram or CC media content uh, on Instagram. That's, that's the one I'm pushing most people to. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, but I don't put much. I usually use it for my clients. And stuff like that, but but you can just search me through that and find me on Facebook with the same handles and yeah, or just just search Timothy D Rexius. Just search that, you'll find me on there somewhere. Yeah, pretty much. He's tagged in everything
1: because he did all of it. So <laughs> um, awesome. Well, thank you again, man, and uh, congrats. When I'll be. Thank bro. you so
2: much. Thank yeah, you're awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Awesome.
0: The story is you are you and I am me. Just be I'm a gentleman Now I'm settled in Even when they said Don't let them in I said guess again What's the way I walk into a room And everybody stare Godfather like presence. Everybody know I'm here Stepping right into my office Pouring bearing on the rocks Toast To the homies that can never see the light And the haters that forever see my ghost With a night